Hey, check it, put the place up Hello and welcome to the Bear Down Breakdown here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree and today we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. Usually the Bear Down Breakdown has a set rundown, we hit all of our points and we get out of here. Well, today things are going to be going a little bit different. It's Wild Card Weekend and for the first time in NFL history, there are six games going on Wild Card Weekend. So instead of doing our regular Bear Down Breakdown, we're going to walk through all six of the matchups in chronological order and give you our three keys to each game. Starting with the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts. That game goes at 105 on Saturday and our keys to the game, well key number one is Josh Allen. Josh Allen's leading a Buffalo Bills offense that's the second most prolific offense in the NFL in terms of total yards and scoring this season. They are second to only Kansas City and the Green Bay Packers respectively. The two teams who earned buys passed this week. Key number two is the Colts offense. Jonathan Taylor went off last week and Rivers is a veteran. The Bills are allowing an average of 119 rushing yards per game so look for the Colts to mix up their attack and be effective. Like Buffalo, they're a top 10 scoring team in the NFL so I like this game to be a shootout and it will come down to the defense. More specifically the home field defense and that brings us to key number 3, the home field defense and advantage. Both teams average more than 230 passing yards against this season while the Colts team may be better on paper I like Buffalo's team to rise to the occasion like they've done at home all season where they were seven and one look for the Bills to win their first playoff game since 1995 the first time in my lifetime that the Bills will win a postseason game I like them to do it I don't like them to beat the spread but make sure you take the over in this shootout and that leads us to our MKF play of the day we're going to play a rapid-fire contest on monkey knife fight and you have to take Josh Allen over Phillip Rivers we talked about how prolific Buffalo's offense has been this season and I don't like Allen to slow down anytime soon in the other matchup we have to take Stefan Diggs. Diggs led the NFL in yards and receptions this season, averaging over 95 yards per game. Next on the docket, the third seeded Seattle Seahawks hosts the sixth seed Los Angeles Ram. And the first key to this game is the quarterback matchup. Now, Jared Goff, he should be able to play, but he's returning from thumb surgery. Now, I've never played quarterback in the NFL, but I've tried to hold, I don't know, anything in my life, and I've needed my thumb. I imagine throwing a football with a bunch of angry guys coming at you is going to be extremely difficult. So I don't know if I like Jared Goff to be that productive in this game. So we have to lean towards Russell Wilson to get the job done, but it won't be easy. And that brings us to our second key, the defense. Jalen Ramsey has been lights out against DK Metcalf this year. Metcalf has been held to just eight catches and 82 yards in two games versus the Rams this season. The question then remains, will the Rams be able to limit the other threats that the Seahawks present? And that brings us to our third key, the battle in the trenches. This game will rely heavily on trench work, which favors the Rams' O-line experience and D-line under the leadership of Aaron Donald. This is going to be a tough matchup for the Seahawks, but again, Russell Wilson is a master of extending plays in scrambling. So I like Russell Wilson to be the difference in this game. It's not even a question that I would choose Russell Wilson to lead my team down the field to win a playoff game over a banged up Jared Goff or a John Wolford that led the Rams to nine points last week. It's just a no-brainer. So I like the Seahawks to win this game. They've also never lost a home playoff game under Pete Carroll. I don't expect that trend to change. The Seahawks win and cover the dash four. 
Our last matchup for Saturday sees the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Washington to take on the Washington football team. And our first key to the game is Tom Brady. Brady is on fire right now. He's thrown for over 340 yards in five out of his last seven games. And over 390 yards in two out of his last three with eight touchdowns in the past two games. Washington's defense is allowing just 191 passing yards per game. This matchup will be awesome and the difference will be our third key to the game, Alex Smith. While Washington has averaged below 19 points the past five weeks, Washington has an extremely talented and overlooked wide receiving core. Alex Smith, if he starts, has made a career of hitting quick, accurate passes, and that's where you can beat the Bucs. Look what Breeze did with the Saints and Kamara. Now, McKissick is no Elvin Kamara, but he's a premier pass catching back. The problem is Tampa leads the NFL, allowing just 80 rush yards per game. And if Alex Smith and Washington get caught being one-dimensional, they will get burned. But this could be a cheeky upset. Washington takes a ton of pride in their defense. Ron Rivera is a heart and soul kind of guy, so it would not surprise me to see Washington come out and hit Tom Brady in the mouth and see him get frustrated. Chase Young, well, he's pretty darn good at that. Tom Brady is also 1-3 against NFC East teams in the playoffs. Also, the Buccaneers were just 1-5 against playoff teams this year. I do think Tampa should win this game, but I don't see them coming covering the spread. Make sure you take the under in this one. On Sunday, we get a rematch of a playoff game from last year. Just home field advantage is swapped. It's the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Tennessee Titans. And the key to the game, number one, is Baltimore's offense. They are rolling as of late, scoring 37.2 points per game over the last five weeks. And they're also taking on a Titans defense that allowed over 398 yards per game. That's good enough for fifth worst in the NFL. The second key to the game is Derrick Henry. He needs support. He led the NFL in rushing to become the eighth running back to eclipse the 2,000-yard mark in NFL history. He should rip through and wear down a Ravens defense, especially because he's averaged 164 yards against them in their past two meetings, which have both taken place within the past 12 months. Our third key to the game is the Ravens defense. They need to make Tennessee one-dimensional and force them to use Derrick Henry and swarm him but I just don't see it happening. This is the third time these two teams have met in the last 12 months. Tennessee has won both matchups, and I like them to make it three straight, so I like Tennessee to win this one, and make sure you take the over. Our 440 matchup on Sunday sees the Bears travel down to New Orleans to take on the Saints, and it won't be so easy in the Big Easy for the Bears, but the first key of the game is which Mitch? Which Mitch Trubisky will show up to lead the Bears onto the field? The first three games of the season, he averaged under 200 yards passing. Since retaking the reins, Trubisky has led the Bears to average over 30 points per game, 249 passing yards per game with 10 touchdown passes. He's also scampered for over 100 yards and a TD since his return as QB1 in Chicago. Key number two to the game is the Saints' backfield. Arrested Elvin Kamara is a scary thought. Latavius Murray also didn't play last weekend, so these guys, if they play, will be relied upon heavily to bang away at the Bears' D. Kamara has to clear COVID protocols, so he isn't 100%, which changes the Saints' offense completely. He is the best pass-catching back in the NFL and one of the most dangerous players in open space at any position. However, the Bears' counterpunch of David Montgomery is pretty darn good. He has seven rushing touchdowns over the past five weeks. That means the difference will be the defense in this one. The Bears were missing starting defensive backs Buster Screen and Jalen Johnson last week and Green Bay made them pay. When Roquan Smith went out, Aaron Rodgers just absolutely skinned the Bears alive. Without those key defensive players, the Bears' chances are quite limited. But if those guys play and are healthy, then this could be an upset in the making. The Bears only lost to the Saints earlier by three this season in overtime with Nick Foles under center. Trubisky, as we said, has been solid both passing and with his feet. Without confirmation on who's starting 
in this one. It is a tough call, but as it stands, I like the Saints to win it. Take the Bears with the plus 10 and over the 47. Our final matchup for Wild Card Weekend, the primetime game. They say save the best for last. This is our game of the week pick here at Sports Tree. It is the Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers for the second time in two weeks. And the keys to the game? Well, the sleeping Steelers. The Steelers lost four of the last five games. Well, Mike Tomlin always says the standard is the standard. The question is right now, what is that standard? It seems to be make the playoffs, then win at all costs. He rested some starters against the Browns last week and almost beat them. These guys will be motivated and fully rested with their season behind them and ready to go to silence the doubters. Key number two to this game is that just last week, the Browns barely beat the backups. And that's just the facts of the matter. The Steelers defense is the third ranked pass defense in the NFL, allowing under 200 passing yards per game. Baker Mayfield, he's a rhythm kind of guy. If you get in his kitchen, he'll lose his accuracy faster than the fat kid loses cake. It's just how it is. We saw that on October 18th when the Steelers spanked the Browns 38-7, which leads us to key three, the run game. The Browns have a two-headed monster with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but the Steelers know how to stack the box and bring pressure, and that makes things worse for Baker Mayfield. Because TJ Watt and the Steelers will have to stack the box to defend the run, that means extra pressure every time Mayfield tries to pass. TJ Watt, the sack leader in the NFL, could make this a long day for all in the Browns' backfield. On the other side of the rock, if the Steelers get their run game going, the speedy, talented wideouts like Johnson and Claypool will have a field day against the Browns' defense that is stretched thin trying to stop the run. Steelers win this game, but I don't see them covering the spread. Take the over of 47 and a half. That concludes our inaugural episode for Bear Down Breakdown. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. And that leads us to our first trivia question for the Bear Down Breakdown. Remember, the grand prize for Bear Down Breakdown trivia is a pair of NFL tickets to see your favorite team. All you have to do is head over to sportstreetltd.com, hit check the app. That'll take you in. Go to the trivia page, answer the question, and you're in to win your share of tickets. If you want to up your chances to win, you can always upgrade your subscription package. That leads us to our trivia question. In what year did the NFL introduce the wild card system? Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree. Thank you for joining us for the Bear Down Breakdown here on Sports Tree LTD. Remember to hit it hard. Hey, check it. Put the place up.